Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Overflow with Kimberly Snyder, yours truly. I'm really happy that you are joining me again for The Overflow and for this week's episode with Dr. Shelby. It has certainly been a healing journey for me in these past few months, and I'm so excited, truly, to be relaunching Overflow podcast because I get what it feels like when your cup is half full, when you're on overdrive and overwhelm, and it is time for us to live our best life, fuel what makes us happy, joyous, awesome, um, feeling adventurous. It's really important to fill us up with what makes us happy so that we, in turn, will have the strength, the stamina, the courage, the compassion to help others through whatever they're going through. Because I know it, I know what it feels like to have the world on your shoulder. Today's episode is with Dr. Shelby. So happy, so awesome to have Dr. Shelby back with us. She's a chiropractor, a businesswoman, a high-level coach. She's trained as a Martini facilitator. She works with high-performing leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, visionaries, and she helps us dissolve our biggest challenges, our biggest problems, so that we can experience clarity and peace of mind. She really is helping us work through emotional um, baggage, I guess, emotional turmoil, picking us up, working us through dis ease and helping us to identify what's at the core, the real issues, and helping us to transform that, um, th- those imbalance or those imbalanced perceptions maybe that we have been living with so that we can have personal transformation and, and personal growth. Today we talk about breathing and the breath and not simply yelling into your mind, calm down, really having a sense of grounding. We talk about mindset and the brain. We talk about vitality and values. Thanks so much for joining. This is Dr. Shelby. And before we get started, I wanted to share, I know the high achievers on the on the listening line here are thinking about Q3, quarter three. So July 1st started quarter three of the year. We're halfway through 2023. So I wanted to pop on. I'm truly inspired myself and I'm inspired by others around me, other entrepreneurs, business women, and team leaders who are thinking about Q3. And yes, it's time for holidays and getting away to cottages and slow, peaceful, quiet time. And it's also time to be thinking about setting goals, making sure we are still on track to meet our own sense of accomplishment. I know that the world is on your shoulders and that there are demands of life pushing and pulling and yet our own dreams, our own desires, our own accomplishments are there waiting for us and we need to make some room to achieve those. And sometimes we're not meeting our goals because we're not being held accountable and so you're not living in what I would call your overflow. So I have designed a Q3 coaching really empowerment offer for the summer. I'm hoping that you will feel empowered and unapologetically saying yes to yourself, to your goals, to your achievement. And 
if if that interests you, DM me, find me on social media. I'd love to help. It is on Zoom. We can also meet face to face depending on where you are and where I am. I know that sometimes being on Zoom, making the time, having the energy for one more thing. And I would say I've been there. I've worked the nine to five. It's not so nine to five. I've been trying to balance it all and support everyone emotionally, financially, all the things. And I have set my ambitions, my goals, my achievements aside. And so today is the day, Q3, quarter three of 2023 is the time to set some goals, get some coaching, be inspired to take action, take control, whatever your overflow is, whether that's sense of adventure or whether that's a bubble bath. And so this Q3 awesome coaching package is two coaching sessions every month, two in July, two in August, two in September. I'm going to do a bonus one at the end of September as we fall into the autumn and Q4 of 2023. And I have some templates for the 90-day plan and I have some overflow um, journaling as well that I'm going to toss in. And I've created just an awesome price reduced because Gosh, I know what Q3 feels like and I know you're trying to find a way to fill up your own cup and live in your own awesome overflow. So if that's something that interests you, find me on social media, DM me, drop me a line from my website. I'd be happy to help. I have a package. It's open to five coaching coaches high achievers and that that just might be you so i look forward if that is you let's connect for now welcome back let's start this week's episode with dr shelby thanks again for joining me welcome to overflow the podcast are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained i believe when you move from overdrive to overflow You have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment, as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul, so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. And we're a little bit matchy-matchy in our uh, white shirt. I want to, I'm thrilled. So thank you very much, Dr. Shelby, for coming back to the Overflow podcast because you were on one of the original episodes and I think it's really time. I love um, your Instagram, Dr. Shelby, and your messages and how you pop on and remind us um, to be empowered and uh, work through our emotions. So first of all, thank you for being on the podcast here with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be with you. I just absolutely love being around your energy and what you're creating for your audience. I'm I'm super inspired by you. So thanks for inviting me back. 
Oh, thanks for coming. I I do I do think about overflow as, you know, living your best life. And I know that women are busy and overwhelmed or in overdrive. And I'm really drawn to your messages on Instagram and as we connect and, and I get coaching from you around thinking through everything that's kind of bubbling up, I would say, emotionally and physically. And I think there's an opportunity for us to have this conversation, put it on the airwaves. And I'm hoping she's listening. You know, there's a lot going on in her busy life. And she is, like I said, overwhelmed or in overdrive. And there's today's message is really around self-care, taking good care of yourself so that we can show up for others so that we can live our awesome life in overflow, overflowingly awesome. So that's why I need you here today to talk to us. So thank you. Sincerely. Oh, I love love that. (laughs) So what have you been up to? First of all, we'll start with you. So what, how are you and uh, what have you been up to? Oh, well, I've been very busy just as your listeners uh, probably are. And, you know, I've also too, uh, with everything going on in my own life right now, I've also in moments felt overwhelmed. So this is a really great topic. And I think it's a pivotal time for so many people, you know, whether, you know, post COVID, all the transitions that people went through, maybe still transitioning, really how to put yourself first so that you can actually get into the transition. So currently right now, uh, I just came back from Australia, intending to go back again um, to see my honey. And there's so much here uh, in my life in Canada, where I am right now that needs to get done. So these are, you know, non-negotiables that need to be taken care of, you know, just like the listener, they probably have their team at work, people they're leading, plus their family, plus, you know, their finances, their health, their uh, significant relationships, their friendships, right? So there's all these buckets, all these containers, and all this stuff that is required to get done, right? And personally, I know how easy it can be to feel overwhelmed, and to feel like, gosh, I feel like I have no control where do I even begin? What action do I take first? I feel burnt out already and I haven't done anything yet. Right. Well, it's the giving. It's the, it's the giving, which is an honorable, beautiful trait that we have to serve others, to be the leader of our team and take care of them or our family or, you know, walk the dog, all the things And yet there are times, and I think I remember us talking about this on the original episode about self-care, that if we're not taking care of ourselves, it seems to be, and I I would say on a personal note, that it almost felt like I was going to explode, like I was going to pop, I was going to like crack, explode, you know, all the emotions, um, because I'm so worried and taking care of everybody else that I haven't had a minute to do what I need to do to like take care of me. So, and so you're taking care of you, are you? Totally. Uh, Well, there's moments when um, I'm not present and I'm trying to do more than what my body is, you know, allowing requesting of me. And what I've discovered is that 
your body won't lie to you. You can trust your body. You can trust the feedback you're getting from your body. And that feedback can actually come in the form of symptoms. It can come in the form, you know, I'm a, a chiropractor as well as a high level coach. The feedback can come in as pain. It can come in as a headache. It can come in as, you know, different sensations like tightening in your chest, tightening in your gut. This is all feedback from your body. And when you're able to tune into your body and understand the messages it's trying to tell you, and you need to be able to do that. The only way to be able to do this is through presence, is that that's when you can actually take a step back and figure out, well, what is the most, the next most efficient action to take? And what's really cool is, you know, I feel like we've all been trained to think that I got to plan and reverse engineer everything. I have to know all the A, you know, how am I going to get from A to B? But here's the thing that I've discovered that's created way more flow and ease into my life is that if I take a breath, I become centered and I become really present to what's my intuition, my higher self, my higher self, my body's going to naturally know the most efficient action for me to take that's in line with what's most important to me. So I don't need my mind necessarily to figure it out. It just takes a moment to literally get present. And what is the highest priority action I can take in this moment? And maybe that means having a bubble bath or taking a 10 minute nap, or maybe that means just taking a breath and noticing, oh my gosh, I actually feel sad right now. I feel angry right now. And I'm just going to breathe and allow that motion to flow through me so that it can pass and I don't suppress it. So then my body's not creating more symptoms and feedback to say, Hey, pay attention to me. Right? I was just thinking when sometimes when I take, when I pause to take a breath, I almost can't take a breath. Cause I realize I sort of like, I sort of haven't been breathing. It, <laughs> It's like I take a breath and I almost, I forget like the beat. I don't know. It's like, I can't take a breath. I can't take a deep breath. It's like, I'm kind of holding my breath. Girl, I totally got you. I, up until now have been like a, a breath holder. Like if I could like get a record for how many times I hold my breath and hold, like literally deprive myself of oxygen during the day. Yeah. I'd be up there, especially when I get so into my head thinking there's so much to do. Uh, my body will like stop. And I'm like literally in my head, all my awareness, all my consciousness that I stopped to breathe. Now, here's the thing. What happens when you stop breathing is your breath is your resource. It is literally the only thing that you can't last more than like a couple minutes without. And when you're breathing deep, it actually turns on a different area of your brain. You're able to access your executive center, which has foresight, decision-making, um, inspiration. Whereas when you're not breathing, your brain and nervous system thinks that you're literally in fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And so you're in the fear center of your brain and you're acting from that place. And that's when people get the crazy loops and they can't get out of their head. And there's just this anxiousness, this uh, fear and all these emotions that come up. That's what your body literally saying, Hey, like, I don't feel safe. And that's through your breath. That's incredible. Yeah, I think I would say that's true. Well, there's a combination of, I think my breathing and my mindset. So I think my mind <laughs> is like, okay, so I'm just learning this. <laughs> so you're nodding, you're nodding violently. Like, of course. Yes. Go ahead. Do you yeah. want to say? 
Do you want to jump in? No, I, I, I'm so curious what your experience is of what you notice with your mind and your body and, and your breath. There is something about mindset and my breathing. So even though my mind is racing, it's sort of like a back and forth. Like you think, is your mind in control or is your, is your body and your breath in control? So sometimes, you know, I'm desperately trying to take a deep breath. Like I need to calm down and I can yell, calm down in my mind. Logically, I know I need to calm down, but then I can't seem to take a, I can't seem to take a breath. But then when I do calm down and take a breath, somehow I'm able to tell my mind, it's okay, take a breath, I'm safe. Like there is a, a combination of mind and um, breath happening at the same time. And I would also add in something about like emotions. And so this is something else I think you've helped, you have helped me with is I think there's also a and maybe other people have this where we're dealing with emotions. We are so busy and there is something emotional going on. And my inclination, because I'm so strong, is to pack it down, <laughs> to pack it in, uh, Shelby. It's to it's to shove it down. So I'm like motioning, like move it down further into my gut. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think if I bring things up and I'm able to um, deal with them, uh, lovingly, respectfully, if I'm able to kind of rehash those, then I think my mind is more clear and then I can breathe. So it's all sort of happening at once. And it's all sort of also tangled up all at once. I don't know mm. what thing is better to do first or second. Mm. I love that you brought up so many common experiences for what I would say would be for everyone. Really? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I've worked with uh, hundreds of clients, thousands of hours helping people literally dissolve and shift what's going on in their mind and get into their body and help them shift the emotions that they're experiencing. So um, I'd love to uh, touch on one point first. You mentioned, you know, when the thoughts come in and then you're like, I'm trying to breathe and your, your mind is saying, calm down. So this right here, and is so common to everyone, including myself, is the natural tendency is trying to figure it out with your mind and trying to talk yourself out with your mind. There's a more efficient way. Okay. And, that's <laughs> and I say this because it's something that I've literally struggled with for years. And in my own personal uh, journey, you know, there's a story of how I, I got into this work, but it, it came from the pain of not being able to shift what was going on in my head and the emotions that I was feeling. And it created such a void because I, I didn't like what I was experiencing, but I didn't know how to shift it. And here's what I'll share. If you're experiencing, there's a lot of mental chatter. You know, you have to breathe, but you're even doing that is like, how do I do that? So the most efficient way is to take a breath and feel the sensations on your body. Because in that moment, you're actually trying to solve a feeling problem with a mental thought. And the mental mind doesn't want to, you to feel because it perceives feeling as scary. Danger. So sure. 
danger, so danger, danger, danger. I don't have time for it. Yeah. I'm going to yes. start to cry. So like, just pound it down, pound it down. <laughs> so the, the mind tries to come up with all of these strategies in your head. Whereas if you just literally go, oh, okay. Do I feel my feet on the floor? Can I feel the sensations of the clothes on my body or maybe the temperature of the room? And what you're doing here is you're getting into sensing and your awareness of your body. And that will actually allow you to breathe because the mind, when it's in fear, does not want to feel. And you can't uh, try to think your way through feeling. You cannot think your way through feeling. And this is the trap that most people experience, including myself, <laughs> is I'll want to think my way through and, and logically analyze how to feel, <laughs> which you can't do. You actually have to feel it. Yeah. That's a shame. It's hard. It, it is, um, <laughs> it's a mind trap. It is a mind trap. And it's a mind trap. And it's like, you, you know, we say like, it's the journey, but sometimes the journey is hard. Like when, right. We're, whether it's coaching our team or talking to teenagers, like it's hard. There are obstacles. It's not fun. And so I, I jokingly, but lovingly acknowledge that that is my go-to that we're just going to pack it up and pack it down because it's not fun to go through the obstacles. I get that that's part of the journey, but if I just kind of bundle it up and ignore it, it feels in the moment, that's a bit more satisfying, easy than dealing with it. Totally. And I hear you. I literally spent the last 30 years trying not to feel an emotion. Like I literally like um, did not see the benefit. And I'll give you an example that uh, might help kind of express how important this is. So imagine you're, you start saving, putting money away as a child and you, you know, just invested into a low cost index fund. And over the course of years, you get that compound interest. And, you know, in 20, 30, 40 years, you actually have this wealth that just literally has been growing itself and creating health in your wealth. Well, I invite you to consider that the more you're able to be in tune with your body and the more if an emotion comes up and you actually acknowledge it, you fully feel it and you breathe through it, that you're creating a wealth of health long term. Because here's the thing, when we stuff down our emotions, when we suppress how we feel, it's in us still. And those actually, those emotions create what I'll call trigger points, these sore spots, these open wounds within us mm -hmm. that someone can easily come along and just press. And the more we don't resolve our emotions and integrate our perceptions of our, our quote unquote negative experiences, the more triggered we become and we have left less self-governance over who we are and how we want to 
act in the world. You know, this is where, you know, when we have those automatic reactions and we're just in our programming, reacting out of our wounds to our children. And we say things that we don't want to and in our relationship and our team. And we don't know why or how to get out of that cycle of acting in that way. But the more you're able to actually feel your emotions and look at the perceptions that are entangled with them, you become triggerless you have more self-governance. And then instead of reacting to your emotions, you choose to respond. And then this is when you literally create a different life because you're no longer in your amygdala reacting from fear and anxiety and all of these emotions. You literally become that leader and are working from your executive center and you have foresight, you have inspiration and you have different actions, which creates a completely different outcome in your life. And not only is this going to impact your social relationships, this is going to impact your health in a significant way. You know, all dis-ease, in my experience, has some type of emotional component to it. Yes, there's nutrition. Yes, there's movement. Yes, there's hydration and sleep and exercise. Absolutely. But if you are having thoughts in your head that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, uh, I don't deserve this, or whatever your form is, that is going to be constantly creating emotions inside of you that creates dis-ease in your physiology. Because emotions are essentially neuropeptides, chemistry, that get released into your body every time you have a thought that creates an emotion. And so unless you're changing what's going on between your ears, you're literally creating a specific physiology and chemistry within you that would probably be less um, what we'll call imbalance or uh, homeostatic um, and more, uh, there's going to be less vitality in that, that type of chemistry. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is very, very important to, um, fully experience your emotions. <laughs> it's true. I think the vitality I'm, I'm sure I, I think as I've been healing um, after lots of sadness and I have been kind of um, cherishing memories and cherishing emotions as I have been addressing it, it's interesting. I, I was trying to tell you before we started recording the podcast it's interesting that recently I've started to see and feel vitality. Yeah. When I was packing it in, um, and I was, I would say even I was in survival mode, I'm packing it in. I think I'm, I'm experiencing a good life. I think I'm experiencing vitality. I'm smiling, I'm laughing, but as I have been releasing, honoring, you know, moving through emotions and all the things that I've packed in there, I think I now I can see the vitality. So you're you're wearing red glasses today. I love them. And it's like I can see the red more vibrantly. Like I feel like I can see colors more vibrantly than I could because I have lifted things up out of me. Um, and, and really, truly grateful to you and, and your coaching and uh, on the group coaching session where I was able to lift things out and just based on the prompts, it brought me way back. Like I were, there was one kind of recollection and memory and it was when I was eight. And mm. because I think I brought it up, I was emotional about it. 
Um, but because I was guided to kind of lovingly address it, I think because I surrendered that, because I addressed it, I surrendered it, I honored it, um, I cried over it, and I kind of let that memory or that episode go, I would say now I feel the vitality. But going into it, I would say that you were probably like, if it was a little cartoon, you would be like probably tug, tug, tugging me and very reluctantly my heels my stilettos are in the sand saying, no, I'm not going <laughs> thinking I am living a vibrant life. And I, that's what, again, that's why I thought coming on the the podcast, you know, I wonder if you think you're living a vibrant, awesome, exciting life. And I wonder if you took some time for self-care, addressing emotions that are packed in um, that actually you would experience vibrancy so that you could live that next adventure or whatever it is that's your overflow. Totally. You know, one of the most common things that people say after experiencing one of my coaching uh, calls, whether that's uh, one-on-one or in group is, wow, I never knew I could feel so good. And it's so interesting because we become so accustomed and we adapt to what is that sometimes we don't even know that I could feel so much lighter. I could feel more free in my body. I could feel more free in my mind. I could experience that overflow. You know, I would even say myself, there's been uh, moments in time, especially within the last three years, where I too have been in that uh, fight or flight and not even recognizing it and seeing how much I was in survival until I really began to peel back the layers and began to see what was possible, that it was like, wow, this is a completely new level. And I didn't even recognize that I was in fight or flight. So a few ways that you can, you know, ask yourself these questions of like, do I wake up feeling energized and inspired to take action? Do I naturally just have this energy that's not just dipping in and out throughout the day? Am I feeling like alive and excited? And I have, um, plans that I'm super excited to fulfill and visions for my life that I really want to accomplish. And is my body feeling like it's at its peak? Like, how is it, you know, how's my digestion? How is, you know, am I in pain all the time? Do I feel stiff or tension? Because those are signs that your body's giving you feedback. And so when you just get present to your body, and how it feels and how your mind feels on a regular day-to-day basis and your inspiration level. If you're saying things like, oh, I have to do this, I should do this, I need to do this, it's likely that you're living in lower priority. But when you're saying, oh my gosh, I'd love to do this, Uh, guess what I did today, and there's just this natural energy and exchange and flow in your day, that's overflow. Mm -hmm. That is where you're really, Mm -hmm. you know, tuned in, tapped into the flow of your life. Whereas, Mm -hmm. The latter, you know, it can, you can think that you're living in overflow, but you may not be. I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. So there have been times I would say in my life and also with women that I know where they do have a vision of the things they want to accomplish and the adventures, but sadly, Shelby, they look at their vision with like pain or um, frustration that I had a vision. I wish I could. And you're exactly right. What I hope is that they could turn that around so that they're looking at their vision like, I 
wish I'm like, I am going to go to Italy and travel the world. And, uh, you know, that's on my list too, right? (laughs) You throw a coin in the fountain and that's rather than a vision that you, you know, it's sad. It's, you know, it's written at the back of your book, like one day. And actually I'm quite frustrated that I don't feel like I can get movement moving towards, uh, my vision. So you're exactly right. And I, so just, yes, I want to come back to that one more time. So we started with that. And again, the reminder, which is so powerful, it probably so simple to you, but it's really resonating with me is the, is the feedback of the body mm. and being present to that. Cause I do think, you know, we do have a headache and so, or we are dehydrated or we do notice that we are, you know, sharp to respond to a team member or a client or, and so really thinking about what is our body feeling? How are we feeling? What do we need to be dealing with? It's that presence, which maybe start, which is sort of how we started about, maybe it's the breath bringing that back so that you can be aware of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That is the the first step because if you're not present, if you're not aware, you're going to be stuck in your programming and automatic way of being. Right. The programming. That's right. Your patterns, all the patterns, all the experiences, their survival mode. That's how I have always operated. That's the pattern. That's right. So maybe the breath. Yeah. The, the breath isn't everything. However, it starts with everything. Mm. Until you're present, you're, you're going to think you're your emotions. You're going to think that you are the angry thoughts or sad thoughts in your head. You're literally going to identify as them. Mm-hmm. But when you take a breath and you get into your body, that is when you can observe them. And that is when you have the power to shift and change them. Right. It's almost like that's the opening gate. So take, right. It's the gateway. That's what it sounds like. Take, take a breath, which it is interesting, right? Uh, When I go to yoga or I have online yoga, it is the first few minutes. I mean, at first it's easy to think, oh, we're just breathing, but it is so powerful that really you can have a better workout if you just take a minute to breathe. So, but then all of a sudden you're open to the words or like you said, dealing with emotions or being capable. So yes. yeah, it's a start. Hmm. It's, Any other advice for us, uh, Dr. Shelby about, uh, I know this is short, we'll have to have you back again, but any other yeah. advice for us, you know, as, so here we are, we're headed into summer. Yes, we are. Hot weather. I have kids um, finishing school. So I'll have teenagers at home. It's going to be a different pace around here. And I want to make sure that I maintain my inner calm and presence. So I will take on um, some reminders about taking a deep breath and being present. Any other advice or tips? Mm. Yeah. So certainly with any transition, there can be a lot, right? Adjusting to... (laughs) more bodies in the house, more people's schedules, maybe more uh, things that are non-negotiable on your to-do list. I think what I find super helpful for myself is first is understanding and knowing who I am. What are my highest values? 
And within those highest values, that's where I'm going to have the most inspiration, the most motivation, the most vitality, the most my energy. And when I'm really clear on who I am and every day I get present to what is the highest priority action I can take today? If I'm able to do and complete those things, then I've won my day. And I know that I'm getting my cup filled the most. And that is where I'm so laser focused. And it's easier to say no to distractions and other things so that I know that I'm working towards my goals, my visions, my dreams, doing the most inspiring things for me. So, um, which could also include helping other people. For right? sure. For sure. Oh, I love that. My vision and part of my mission. So, and I, those are like my non-negotiables. So tuning in every day, what's the highest priority action for me? And sometimes I'm like, girl, I got to have a nap. And so I have one because maybe the other night I didn't get enough sleep or I didn't get rested, or maybe it's having, you know, conversation with uh, my significant other or my parents, whatever it is, but those are the non-negotiables that will get done. And when I know that I've complete them, I know I can put my head on the pillow at night and say, wow, incredible day. I, I showed up, I came here and did what I, what needed to be done. Cause oftentimes that big to-do list, all the things that you think you need and have to do are just distractions. But when you're so clear on who you are and what your highest priorities are each day, it just becomes more seamless. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I, I was just saying this to another leader earlier. It's sort of that, you know, when you're traveling, uh, and they say about put the mask on yourself first before you put it on your travel companion, whether it's a child or a senior or your guest. Whoever. And so it it is, I, I love that. It's so true. If I live my best life and fuel up what I, like what I feel is my best value, it is true. So if a nap or a shower or a walk or dancing around the kitchen, if that is what is going to get my energy refueled and re-energized. And it's true. I can do anything for whatever other people need. So I love that. I love that. Yep. Go back to you. It's like, it's exactly put the mask on yourself, even though there's a long list of all the other to-do list items. It's true because it's never ending all the things and I'll all the ends. No, that is so great. Ah. Oh. It becomes so easy to say no and not feel guilt when you know what your highest priority action is. Be because it's so worth it. Because when when you invest in yourself and what fills you up, then you really can be like, yeah, vibrant, awesome, be there, for, like emotional strength. You can be there for everybody else. So. Totally. So good. I... I really appreciate you being on our episode of the overflow. And I always want you back um, to, to share to and that. to inspire. Where can we, so just checking in, I know we have you on my website, but where can we follow you? Is the best place Instagram? Yeah. Instagram is a great place. My handles at Dr. Shelby FC. Um, and I'm also uh, just about to launch a group coaching membership where you can just solve your biggest challenges, the emotions, get present, learn your highest values, get so much clarity about who you are and where you want to go and how to remove 
all the blocks in between point A and point B. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, I'll uh, definitely provide a link there. But uh, yeah, one thing, if you could take anything away from this, even if you know, even if you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you're behind, I know I feel this all the time and until I get back into presence is you're exactly where you need to be. And you're literally one breath away from getting clear on your highest priority action. That's the most efficient and effective for you to pursue the goals that are most meaningful to you. So you're exactly where you need to be. Just take a breath. That's beautiful. You are exactly where you need to be too. So thank you. Mm. I really needed you today and I'm sure... I'm sure there's someone listening who needed that too. So thank you. Mm, You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me uh, on your show. And I'm so grateful for what you're doing for you and your audience. Super inspiring. And it's incredibly inspiring to live an overflow life. So I can't wait to listen to the other guests that you have uh, shown up, given great advice on how to live that life. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.